Welcome to the Happy to Be Me podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Stacy. Come on a journey with me to find out what it means to be happy to be you. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Happy to Be Me podcast, Getting Specific. I just found out from one of my loyal listeners, thank you very much for the shout out, that the first publication of this episode ended up with no sound because I didn't use the right microphone. Yep, that's right. I forgot to switch the microphone. So there's my circumstance for today. And what I'm choosing to do about it is <laughs> I'm choosing to re-record the episode. It's fine. It's all good. Everything's great, right? You know what? I will probably never forget to change the microphone again because I'm slightly embarrassed by it, but it's all right. The topic for this week is getting specific. We've been talking about the circumstance line of the model created by Brooke Castillo. I've been talking about it. Unfortunately, I haven't had any back and forth from you because I didn't invite you to come on the podcast. Maybe I should do that. That's a good idea. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked a little bit. The secret to finally understanding between fact and story is to get specific. So the circumstance line of the model is circumstances, situations, things that happen, whatever it is that is just actually factual. And your thought about it is the story that you tell about what happened. So getting specific about the circumstances, use specific times, places, words, or actions without any emotion attached. For example, if someone says something and you feel hurt, get specific about what they said, use exact words and understand that if they had said them in a language that you didn't understand, that they wouldn't have any power to hurt you. The exact words that they say helps get your brain out of that feeling of hurt and back into a space of curiosity. I wonder why I feel this way. I wonder why they said that. I wonder why it helps your brain to get out of that place of immediate pain. Now, if the words are creating a great deal of pain, what you can do once you've processed these feelings and you're, you're ready to take a look at the thoughts, what you can do is you can say someone said words because some words are extraordinarily painful for people. And instead of actually reliving the words and creating that emotional trauma again in your life, Put it back into he said words and or she said words that kind of helps you stay in that curiosity place consider if you had to present the words against uh, as evidence against a person in a court of law how would you as the prosecutor use those words and how would you as the defense attorney use those words and get very specific and make it as neutral as possible. Now, I understand that the analogy of a court of law breaks down a bit because there's 
certainly drama created in a court of law to sway the jury or the judge one way or another. But if you can think of it as just absolute, complete, like a mathematical problem, two plus two equals four, someone said words, then that can give you a neutral understanding and it can get you to a place where you can actually think about how you want to feel about that specific circumstance. I'm just using someone's words as one one concept or one one example. When something happens, you can do the same thing. It's about taking the story out of the facts. So I have an example from a personal example. My boss was going on a vacation with his sister and her son, his nephew. He had talked about how much he loves being with his nephew who's 11 years old and how much he enjoys being an uncle. And I bought him a t-shirt that said Funkle, you know, the fun uncle. And he thought it was, he thought it was pretty funny. So when they were going on the vacation, I said, did you bring your Funkle shirt in a text message? And he texted back N O exclamation point, capital N capital O exclamation point. That's just a word. It's two letters and a punctuation mark. That's it. What? That's all it was. He texted capital N capital no exclamation point. That's the fact. That's the word he used. Now, my story about that could have been all kinds of things. Did he say that because he didn't want to bring the shirt because he hates the shirt? Of course, my brain is going to go there. Or did he say it because he wished he had brought the shirt? Or did he say it because he wouldn't possibly be wearing a shirt where he was going? I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it wasn't the right climate for that shirt. I don't know. So I clarified with him, of course, I've got to finish telling the story. I clarified with him and he said, I wish I had brought the shirt because I love embarrassing my nephew. It's part of being a fungle. And it was an excellent interpretation. But of course, my brain's going to go to, does he hate the shirt? Because immediately, most humans tend to make things about them and about what somebody's thinking about them. It's just, it's just human nature. What I'm trying to do in my own coaching practice is to get curious about the way that I'm interpreting whatever the circumstances are. So when something happens, you can do the same thing. It's about taking the story out of the facts. We all like a good story and how we tell the story makes a difference in how we feel about the facts. When we moved to Georgia in 2005, immediately we had an opportunity, pretty close to immediately, we had an opportunity to go and clean up after one of the worst hurricane disasters in the nation, Hurricane Katrina. And we went down to Mississippi where the hurricane wasn't as strong as it was in Louisiana. And we went to a place called Tumsuba, Mississippi. And we came upon a house that had been 
it didn't look like it had any damage at all. And we wondered why in the world it was even on the work order we'd been given. We looked and the, the front was clean. It was in great shape. The lawn was good. We didn't see any trees down anywhere until we moved around to the back of the house. And there we saw a tree sticking out of the house. It had fallen down and had one of the branches had gone in through the roof and into the room. And that's what the owner needed help with. Now, if we had just stopped and looked at that circumstance and said, there's nothing here to do, that would have been tragic <laughs> or frustrating at least for the owner. But we were able to clean that up and make a safe space for that owner to live in that house until she could get the insurance to come out and fix things. Insurance was backed up a lot. Now, how I tell that story, what's the fact? The fact was we came up to a home. There appeared to be no damage. We moved around to the back of the house, which is where we saw the damage. Now, how I feel about this circumstance, what I think about it is completely different. But the facts are, we came to the home. There appeared to be no damage until we walked around to the back where we saw damage. Those are the facts. How I choose to tell the story, this woman was incredible. She was absolutely incredible. She was the grandmother of, and her grandchildren were with her that night when the hurricane came through and she had an, um, I, I would say an impression to go to her daughter's home, which was up the hill. Her daughter was at work at the time and she was watching the grandkids. And if she hadn't done that, one of the grandkids might've been in the room where that tree came through and might've been hurt. She was incredibly, incredible woman. One of the cleanest places I've ever seen. And she apologized for the pine needles that were in this room because she hadn't had a chance to sweep them out yet. I, just an incredible individual. But the facts are the things that I told you. She was here. She, we came on the house. It didn't look like there was anything wrong. My my thoughts about it are, this is an amazing human being. And there are a lot of other thoughts. I still, I still admire her. So when you get super specific about things, you can take the emotion out of it. And then you can decide, this is how I want to think about it. And this is how I want to feel about it. And it makes a huge difference in how you can process the situation or the circumstance or the facts. If you can get the emotion out of it and make it completely factual and get specific. So remember specific times, places, words, and actions help get your brain out of that fight, flight, or freeze and into something a little bit more logical so that you can make as you can make, what's the word I'm looking for? You can, you can choose the story that you want to tell. 
Now, all of this has to happen once you've processed the emotion. Sometimes the emotion is too strong. Sometimes you have to get some help. Sometimes you have to find a way to deal with the emotional trauma that you're experiencing because of the situation. And once you get out of it, you can look at it, turn it over and take a look at it in this specific way, get specific and get factual. Some situations you can do that in the moment and it works. Some situations you need to find out if you are safe and then if you feel safe, then you can process the fact until you make sure that you've got yourself and, and are caring for yourself enough to make sure that you're in a safe space so that you can get specific and use specific times, places, words, and actions to understand the situation. I will talk to you next week and thanks for your patience. Well, there you have it. If something piqued your interest, feel free to join me at happytobemecoaching.com. That's happy, the number two, the letter B, M-E, coaching.com. I'll see you next time.